Hi, this is Stefan. I'm a pharmacist from Germany and you are listening to Dosage One, your podcast about what makes us tick. In today's episode, we are going to look into one of the biggest lies of the past century. This is a story of vitamin C. mind is the goal, start by being healthy. Drink UC1000 vitamin lemon, orange, or apple with 1000 milligrams of vitamin C. What's that gonna do? Vitamin C is everywhere. In capsules, tablets, powders, we add it to food that already has plenty of vitamin C. It's in candy, it's in all sorts of drinks, and on and on. And if you look closely on the packages of all of those products, you'll find that the claims related to vitamin C are very vague. Or there aren't any at all. Vitamin C speaks for itself. And we all know that those vitamin drops and supplements are probably not gonna do anything. Yet we spend billions on them. And shopping a product that claims to have extra vitamins in it feels kind of healthy. Who even knows exactly what all that stuff does to our bodies? And yet, there's something to it. Even I can't really put my finger on it. We need to kick off with a little bit of history here. So let's go to the beginning of last century. The 1910s and 20s were decades crucial to pretty much every science. Einstein developed his relativity theory, Freud revolutionized psychology, and chemistry, often overlooked, finally threw off the esoteric shackles of alchemy and finished its transformation into a modern science. This allowed for the discovery of substances that have been around for all of human history, but people had no clue they even existed on their own. Stuff like caffeine or nicotine have been isolated and synthesized in the lab before, and chemists started to find new molecules left and right. They came across a couple of substances that seemed to be crucial for the human body and called them vitamins. One of which was vitamin C. It took a while for people to figure out that this one molecule was actually connected to scurvy, which has plagued humans for millennia, Scurvy is what happens when you don't have enough vitamin C for a long time. Your teeth get loose, your muscles are weakened and eventually you die because your heart muscle is too weak to pump blood. It has eradicated whole expeditions and ship crews until someone found out that orange or lime juice prevents this from happening, but nobody knew why. It seems so obvious nowadays that this was because of the vitamin C, but people just didn't know about this. Suddenly, it was clear that this was a state of deficiency and our bodies needed regular intake of this vitamin. So now people had access to the stuff itself, but scurvy wasn't really an issue for regular people anymore. Nutrition was generally okay at the time and vitamin C is pretty useless when you have somewhat balanced nutrition, so there wasn't much to gain from this discovery for the common man. Still, in this age of excitement and discovery, scientists tried to find a way to produce vitamin C in the lab. 
It was only extracted from plants before, which was considered kind of dirty, opposite to what we believe today. In 1934, the Swiss chemist Thaddeus Reichstein figured it out. His synthesis was so good that you could easily produce huge amounts of vitamin C quickly and, most importantly, for a very low price. But what for? The pharma giant Hoffmann La Roche from Basel bought the patent for this production. Roche, for short, was in trouble. Better science also meant that it became obvious how some drugs affected people. It wasn't only hearsay anymore, but the effects of a drug, like morphine, could be proven and therefore it also became obvious that they had to be regulated. Profits plunged. And Roche started to look for alternatives. Vitamins seemed promising, but they weren't useful for a big market. But what happened next is a capitalist classic. If you don't find a market, you create it yourself. Which in this case meant, if there is no illness to cure, you just make it up. People have always tried to improve their own bodies. But generally, there was something for the privileged or the heroes. Common folks were usually one of two things, sick or healthy. If you got sick, you probably pissed off some god or gods. Our behavior was connected to our health on a moral level. With the discovery of germs and direct cause-effect relationships between substances and health, this changed. It wasn't only about what you did morally, it was also about what you ate or drank. And hygiene contributed massively to the improvements in life expectancy. It sounds odd to our ears, but people wouldn't wash their hands 200 years ago not because they were gross, but simply because it made no sense to them. This changed. Our perception of the human body and how we can treat it changed. In a world where your health and your nutrition are suddenly connected, you start paying more attention to it. And someone at Roche noticed that. Vitamins were a perfect vehicle to benefit from this. They played some role in our bodies, and if they weren't needed to cure an illness directly, maybe taking more of them would make your body better. They came up with something called hypovitaminosis, which sounds very scientific, and it's supposed to describe the state of the everyday people, just enough vitamins to stay healthy. But with more vitamins, their health would be better, right? Well, there was no scientific evidence for that. But with all that new magical science stuff going on, it wasn't hard to install a belief when it just sounds scientific. Roche chose a way of conveying this message with something that we would now call an influencer campaign. During the 1936 Olympics, athletes would get vitamin packages. Cyclists of the Tour de Suisse and Tour de France took vitamin C. It was even considered to be prohibited as doping. Just perfect from a marketing perspective. When you already think that some people are better than others, you are curious about everything that seems to promote health and performance even further. The Nazis were big fans of vitamins. What the Swiss company Roche made people believe about vitamin C fit perfectly into the narrative of the Nazi dictatorship. You can be the better human being, not only if you are part of a certain race, but also if you know how to take care of yourself. 
World War II was the perfect occasion to cash in on this. The Third Reich bought literal tons of vitamin C. The production was scaled up over and over. The invention of a Jewish chemist with Polish roots became part of the massive Nazi propaganda machine. It is a tough what-if question to ask, but without the Nazis we probably wouldn't even consider vitamin C anything special, let alone a miracle cure for anything. By the end of the war, vitamin C was known on the entire planet. And just mentioning the name was advertising enough for any product. Introducing Hall's vitamin C drops. Get 100% of the recommended daily allowance of vitamin C. Vitamin C from Hall's, a great tasting way to get vitamin C. Vitamin C was so popular that it became a brand on its own. When you look at actual clinical trials, it quickly becomes clear that there is no evidence for the many things that we like to believe. That it boosts our immune system, prevents or cures the cold, or that it would generally improve our health, whatever that means. If people found anything, the effects were so minor it wouldn't nearly justify the place that this vitamin has in our society. As a reference, there is a database of the claims that you are legally allowed to make about a substance. You might have seen them on all kinds of supplements or foods in Europe. For vitamin C, you find 15 approved phrases. Here's the most popular. Vitamin C contributes to the normal function of the immune system. Pay attention to the exact wording. It contributes to the normal function. No improvements or cures. If you get your vitamin C, everything can run as it usually does. And vitamin C isn't the only factor here by far. The other 14 phrases are worded very similarly, by the way. Marketeers don't even use those phrases prominently because they sound so sober. But vitamin C alone is such a buzzword, you don't need to emphasize what it's supposed to be good for. What echoes in our heads instead is a result of marketing of a health product that has nothing to do with our health. Okay, fine, we throw out some money on vitamins that don't hurt. Fair enough. But then there's a guy like this. So, you know what, in 1971, Nobel Prize winning chemist Linus Pauling found that vitamin C could cure cancer. The result of many studies conclude that vitamin C doses of more than 5,000 milligrams a day provide protection against cancer. If you don't need to deliver any actual science in connection with the substance for people to listen up, you can claim whatever you want. And people do. Vitamin C is so richly connected in our brains that it's just easy to add more. Some people are very willingly exploiting this for personal profit or just out of cluelessness. I take Beyond Health Vitamin C because it meets my quality standards. And if you're interested in cancer, be sure to read my book. And just to be clear, yes, a Nobel Prize winner named Linus Pauling said that vitamin C prevents cancer and that he would become 100 years old with his excessive vitamin C diet. But just because you won a Nobel Prize, it doesn't make you right on everything. He died, 93 years old, of cancer. But of course, stuff like this gets picked up by pseudoscientists and conspiracy theorists. If you have a pile of bullshit to work with, some people will accept just one more stinking lie on top of it. 
and they will buy stupidly expensive pills with sometimes absurd amount of vitamins. And if they trust those more than the actual evidence-based medicine, it gets really dangerous. There's millions of well-educated people around the world trying to figure out what actually works best for us. But thanks to some hundred-year-old propaganda, one guy in a lab coat can go on YouTube and literally kill people just because they want to believe him. What started as an attempt to sell something that cannot be sold was kickstarting an entire array of belief systems and thinking patterns. It is great to take care of yourself, to pay attention to what you consume and what you do to your mind and body. I'm also not saying that vitamin C is not useful in very specific scenarios, but we are just about to figure them out. Just be careful about all those people out there, they're just trying to exploit the very idea that you can improve your mind and body. They might just be lying to you. This was your dosage one. Administered by Stefan Ruck, who is writing, editing and producing this show from his living room in Frankfurt, in Germany. You're welcome to join me on my journey to find out more about what makes us humans tick. Follow this show on wherever you're listening to your podcasts, find me on Patreon or get in touch on Discord. You'll find links in the description. Thank you for tuning in and see you next time.